Right, another man in a van, and I think a real special one this time. It's two days after Matterly. Oh, by the way, better give our sponsors a mention. There we go, relax the race arm pump, an FXR, of course. A real special one this time. Um, two days after the much-talked-about British GP, opening round of the year, and we're actually back up at Matterly with the man that makes it all happen, Steve Dixon. Uh, Steve, well... There was a lot of negativity leading in, like we seem to have a lot of people doing that these days in our sport. But once again, you had, let's be honest, so much thrown at you. And uh, come Sunday, epic GP. Unbelievable track, great racing. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I've, I've been doing this like 30 years now, so um, yeah, I'm not worried about negative people because, you know, any anything I do, if there's anyone that can come up and help and do it better than, you know, more than welcome but if they you know if they criticize and you know then you know I'm prepared for them to ring yeah. me up sit sit down with me and um, you know and I'll explain reasons why or wherefore you know, even like um, well not anything criticized about this weekend but you know I just saw something say oh there was not toilets over one side well that was a decision made because the toilet people said look if you put toilets in their normal positions we cannot get through to service him because we can only get through with a tractor and a tractor gully yeah. um, because everything is on a camber and they said we just put them in one place and you know near the entrance so that everyone can go there you know they they know they're there and you know that's the advice from those sort of people from the toilet people we have a good bunch of people doing this GP you know contractors and everything yeah. so we listen to them you know that's you know that's something that you know you so, don't think about yeah and that's the thing so it, it is always easy to sit at home on your train in your van reading yeah. whatever what it is there is so much that goes into it more than people realize yeah um, and I know you're emphasized that. yeah but also you know this year was obviously started off pretty negative again not nothing to do with you you're you're doing or no, whatever. No, no. that didn't help did it with the wind coming through and of course the the, the sky box coming yeah i mean the, the first off was... at that point was you how do you as a promoter react to something something like that happens when when you got the news that that had come down what was you like do you keep calm is there swear words are you like oh why am i bothering now i mean first off i don't see myself as a promoter i see myself as a you know a motocross person you know yeah. my that's everyone know who knows me that's my life um you know it's what comes first and you know i'm just mad for it i don't, I don't even know why I, do, I, don't, I don't even know why i do the gp i couldn't answer that question it's like you know i have a great team i have great people around me um i do motocross every week and yeah i do this motocross but you know that stems back from you know the days of um sort of 2001 you know Fox Hills you know I loved the GP at Fox Hills then it was at um, Isle of Wight and you know that that was because we just need one GP for our sponsors and that gets us through the next year with British people you know it's a good feel factor is and, it is it that big for, for, for your yeah your... I mean back then yeah. I used to have 300 guests over um, you know I used to get a tent overlooking um, Fox Hill and you know I'd be up there with me lawnmower and put the big tent up hire the space off of John Haller and stuff and you know that was sort of so big time that's a, that's another thing that people probably wouldn't understand or even stop to appreciate that the the importance of your racing sponsors to have that experience you know like they, yeah, they want to come absolutely. to a British GP and Isla White we had you know lots there um, you know I was 
I never ever thought about sort of organising a race until 2005 until obviously the one that you're mm. involved in with mm. Rob Bradley. Um, it was, you know, a great, great event. You know, Billy won a race. You yeah. know, for us it was fantastic. But then there was no GP. You know, then there was going to be a GP here and there and everywhere and, you know, it didn't happen. Then 2005 we had two because yeah, I, I ran Matchams and which was great, game. which was brilliant. That was a learning curve. First yeah. Time, I bet. So, um, you know, that's that was, um, you know, the whole reason behind it. You know, I had no ambitions to be a promoter, and uh, you certainly weren't any money out of it. But yeah, I mean, now it's just about the original thing was to get stability in the GP, yeah. and we have a, such a good group of guys. I mean, and and it sort of yeah, if we could just get, you know, chip away at little sections that's what that's what we try to do each year and yeah it's hard to believe that it's been sort of well th this is the thing for me when you came up to the commentary tower at the weekend you said you know it's we're in the tenth year of running here i i and i know this happens quite often in life where people go mm. of course was it really that long ago that was really like that for me when you said i said really yeah because it's gone like seemingly like that yeah i mean we've run two gps more than fox hill um and so we've you know, we built the track 14 years ago, and yeah. then we had the Nations, which was, uh, you know, epic, you know, 60,000, but there yeah. was also a um, huge amount of damage and stuff. And, uh, you know, we had sort of five years off, sort of, from the council, really, that they said, uh, you know, we shouldn't shouldn't sort of do that. And then, um, you know, we, we just, uh, yeah, we just it's... built from there. So, so we, had, what... we had two at the beginning in 2006, and then we started in 2011. Yeah. And, and to be honest, the 2011 one was really the ACU, uh, Jim Parker came to me and said, look, um, there was obviously going to be the one from, uh, the Gareth was going to run at Chepstow, that didn't happen. So again, the, you know, the GPs were in turmoil, you know, it was at Donington, it was at Mallory, it was going to be at Chepstow, there was going to be other places. And and again, you know, the, the founder of sort of motocross in the UK, which, you know, go back to Camberley where motocross started. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, we're like a bit of a, a laughing stock of, yeah, you know, we're not going to book UK yeah. because it, it will probably never happen. So that was the main aim. And uh, Jim was that Parker. Was that, was that a little extra bit of motivation for you? No, not really. None of it's motivation. I don't need the motivation. It's just, um, like I say, I have the team and everything was been going good with that. It was just that Jim Parker from the ACU came to me and said, look, you know, we need to hold the GP. Will you help us hold it at Matterley? He yeah. said, we'll buy all the toilets and everything like that, and we'll we'll run it. So I said, yeah, fine, that's brilliant. So they, yeah, they signed up to sort of have the race, you know, with Giuseppe, and then um, we went, yeah, then we went, that was it. And then come September, Giuseppe said to me, oh, like, um, the issue's backed out. They, they can't do it, the, the members won't allow it. So I was like, oh, he said, so will you do a deal with yeah. me? So that was the start of it. And, um, you know, then then we did that. And then we, they said, oh, the festival. We did the yeah, festival. We yeah. did the next festival. You know, 700 people. I, I mean, and again, you know, like here. Have you, have you ever, I, 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 something I've been in to ask you for some time. Have you, do you ever actually just say, you must go sometimes just go look at it all and go, no. I can't do that. From the outside looking in, it looks like you you don't say you just like yeah your enthusiasm gets you through. Yeah, I mean, and you're uh, like yeah we'll do that we'll do that. No, I mean um, no, I'm, yeah I, I find it hard to look on the negative side because that's just not me. Um, I mean every GP you know come a couple of weeks beforehand you know I get this like 
part is like uh, going, you know, because, you know, financially, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not a rich man. You know, I came from a mechanic and I've built no, up right. a team. You came from British, what was it, British, British Rail? British Rail. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have money behind me. I don't have money. Uh, yeah. you, you know, I just rely on left and right and, yeah. and try and do the job, you know, with the people around me. And I say the people around me like sort of SWP, John DeZore, mm. you know, Preston Docks. Yeah. And, and, you know, that hardcore group of people that sort of help me, you know, they'll buy some machinery or whatever and help sponsor it. And, you know, all of those yeah. make a difference. You know, if we had more and more little sponsors, a couple of grand here or, or provide a bit of fencing or provide this, it's, you know, that would make a difference. So, yeah, we get by by the skin of our teeth each year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but I'm just looking, I'm, you obviously you guys can't see us. So we're parked in the paddock area where all the big teams were. Obviously, this alone, this task, let alone the track, because mm. I was here when, when you first said you were coming here and we came up here doing yeah. things with Moto. Just this groundwork alone to do this is monumental. And yeah. I'm looking out now, 10 years further down the line, you've got festival-style fencing around the entire site. Yeah. That's massive. There's Harris fencing. Every I mean, it's just monumental. It's a huge site. It's such a vast site. That, and, and, yeah, know, and I mean, um, you know, the fencing helps give it a sort of an arena-type feel. But it also... You know, we, we have to, as well as just the motocross, we have to abide by all the sort of health and safety laws, all the... And there must be so much of that, particularly yeah. when, obviously, not not your, not your doing, not your fault. Obviously, the nations that year were hammered down, and then, but then we had, you had the issue on top of that, of the road being closed, mm, which yeah, caused so yeah. much, and people don't understand no. that, and like, like, it's almost like the GP was getting blamed for the traffic and all that, when actually, it was an accident, fatality on the road, caused you yeah, that's right. a massive amount of headache. Yeah, I mean, it was like leaving Sunday night. I mean, everyone got out, no problem. But, but the M3 the, was the shut. The M3 was shut because of a diesel spillage and a fire early on in the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have to have all these sort of contingencies in place. You know, we had the signage on the motorways. Um, you know, I've got to say, before you go further with that, that was cool. Leading up to the event where you got the genuine motorway signs, not the, you know, the temporary ones. And it, and it, in big words, was motocross this weekend. That, yeah. even for me, like, just, well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's something that has to go in a year mm. in advance and everything. No, I mean, mean um, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a big task, very big task when you, when you look at it and it's, say we're just a small team and, you know, when you're looking around now and you see how much rubbish is mm. around from the teams, from, not, not neglect, but just yeah. how much volume of stuff there is involved afterwards mm. you know so um that's you know as much building up as taking down is a as a bigger sort of and then you know trouble is like all your volunteers and helpers that have done it prior when when the event's gone it's like yeah. oh, <laughs> just here in the field alone and a few couple of people and um yeah i mean it is what it is so what at what point after running a few did you go right i you know this i need a longer term vision because you can't just go on a whim year after year putting the no. building this investment up do you work on a like a, a five-year plan for a year but is there is there no I mean uh, we work on just trying to do the best job I mean like in 2011 we hired you know we were hiring the internet in for the press and it was like I don't know something like 12 grand you know just to get for the weekend so you know, we basically dug 1.7 kilometers from the road and put in fiber optic. So we have one gigabyte fiber optic, which is, I don't know, like a thousand pound a month. So rent. that was a huge investment for the yeah, future. Yeah, so, so like, 
every month we pay a thousand pound just for the internet and we use it like one weekend of the year and yeah, I, I, I rent it out to Boomtown as well yeah. now but yeah you know all things like that the, the water we put in 10 years ago there's like 10 kilometers of water underneath you know that we just connect up a bladder when it comes to and, and to all the all the underneath the underneath the track there's three big um, you know reservoirs and we have a big reservoir in the woods and all the pipe work leads to those three reservoirs so that we have sort of 1.7 million, million liters of water stored ready to water the track so I mean you saw how much it rained and you saw how it mm. dry the track dried out I mean amazing people you know I mean you know on the internet were saying like oh yeah you're mad running in March I mean firstly you know, last year we didn't have a GP because you know we're one of the nations that it's not government backed. So you know, when you can understand from their business point of view that these countries that you know have a government that will back you know the yeah. sponsorship of of running the event. You know, with us, you know, in front now they they just take half the ticket sales, and um, you know, so that's less of a so you know they're not guaranteed their no, profit. No, no. So or to you know the amount to even run the event. So with that, we just um, you know we just carry on building the track to try to do it as best as we can. You know and invest in sort of infrastructure that's going to save us in the long term. I mean, just in diesel alone, like all the generators we have, like thirteen or fourteen generators. Um, you know the diesel alone, just keeping up with the diesel and diesel and it's. You know, it runs in sort of over ten, sort of fifteen thousand, no, probably twenty thousand pounds just in diesel alone, um, just to keep. And especially like this weekend with everyone putting on heaters and stuff like that. You know, yeah, I people, suppose you wouldn't need to stop thinking yeah, about that. People were, um, you know, say, "Oh, like we've got electricity, the electricity's gone off or whatever." You know, I don't know if, you know, if you're at home and you've got an extension lead and then you put like three plugs in, and then you go and put yeah, a big heater really on it. You know, suddenly things trip. Well, you know, that's you're dealing with an unknown quantity of camper vans that have all got their appliances that may have little earth leakages yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You know, and, and maybe there's some things that don't have an earth on it because they come from abroad and they use a two pin and, and that will trip and suddenly that trips everything else. The, the electricians will run ragged through just those little things. <laughs> See, um, this is exactly why I wanted to talk but to act you. So. Actually, in in our rules and regs from Ustream, we're only allowed to, meant to be given something like five amps. Well, I mean, you know, that that's nothing compared to, you know, power in the yeah. great big Honda, hospitality. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's running a sort of a 10 kVA shower. You've got air conditions, mm. which are heaters now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just but this, this, this is this is great stuff because is what I mean because you get people that, that are just going oh this is this is you know they never see the other side of the coin no. and would never think about no. it in that in in that detail and it, it is fascinating stuff so regarding yeah, I mean, the actual weekend then mm -hmm. um, you know obviously how did you feel it went and then the second part of that question is like is there is there ever been any talk already or, or thoughts of the future where, where where you go from here with the British GP I mean you know, le leading up to the race, um, you know, we had everything organised, and then you know we, we battled against the winds prior to it. We I think we had Storm Chiara yeah, and Storm yeah. Storm in Norman or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then came another one, Storm in Yorgi. Um, but already, like some of the fencing prior, 
had blown down at the top and also we had to um you know they had to sort of make some new pins and everything like that yeah. to get rid of rid of you know because i mean there was 70 mile an hour winds so that that all got sorted and then um yeah then sort of the build and we were on top of everything and then obviously you know we had the huge winds and rain and trying to get everyone in to come at the wrong time there's never a right time but you know it doesn't matter you know what you what you do you know you've got to get them in so obviously that was that took up all the resources so it felt like it was um you know flat out when when last year if it had been sort of sunny like like last yeah. year it would have been you know it'd been pretty relaxed but i mean you know we, we did it we sort of got everyone in and you know the event ran sort of smoothly and you know a lot of people said that mm. um so so we have to sort of pat ourselves on the back really for how we coped with that because mm. you know for anyone you know whether it's floods out out on towns and cities you know t to deal with great big um weather changes it's it's difficult you know and, and it's easy for people to say oh just put matting down and just put tracking down well, you know, every, every meter of tracking is thirty pounds. Well, there yeah, you go. So work it, that on out. So, so to go one hundred meters is three grand. You know, hundred meters goes nowhere, and uh, yeah. So we, you know, we had we had different types of matting that we hired in, and you know, and all of that matting has to be laid, has to be delivered, and then it has to be cleaned afterwards. Yes. You know, six pound a mat just to clean it for a one point two mm. meter mat by two point four. Yeah. Uh, you know the the add-on and the costs of everything is huge, and um, yeah, you just have to be, you know, rationable to <laughs> to achieve the sort of. I'm laughing because earlier on in this interview, you you just said the words, and I think you should be quoted on this now. Yeah. That you're mad for it. And there you yeah. go. You, I mean, you must be. Well, to, I, to, I mean, to, I, to I put actually, yourself I mean, through uh, that, you know. I actually, yeah, like I say, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't actually know why I do it. You know, I actually don't. honestly don't yeah, know yeah. why I do it because it, like I say, it's not like I need it for a fix of motocross. No, it's no, not no. like you know I'm going to be rolling around in um, like, like uh, piles a Rolls Royce yeah, or, or piles of or cash e on your bed, or even a, you know, or even an ice cream yeah, yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's just I, I guess you know all these people that volunteers for like running races or cycle races or you know they're, they're mm. with, with their clipboard helping mm. out. I mean, I just guess. I've been conditioned to do this. It's, it's your, it's your passion. Yeah, it's, it's and, your and reason for being, I guess. Yeah, but but I have my team, so I don't need that. Reason I was going to get onto that. I was going to get onto that. So this year, obviously, you've done it previously, and you, you've always been slotted in further in the calendar, mm. and you're trying to run a race team as well. What has been the advantages or disadvantages of having the GP earlier? Does, does that help in preparation for the team? Because you can now concentrate on the team. For I know this is an all-round yearly gear. Yeah, I yeah. get that. I know we don't just park here now and you won't be thinking about this until, mm. you know, December well, no, next I mean, year. It, it but has that made... Will that? Do you think that'll make it a little bit less stressful regards to the team? Yeah, I mean, this, this, um, this summer was... Well, this winter was really, really difficult because, um, you know, our, our main sponsor... For, from uh, you know, a long, long time bike it, you know they've been sort of hit by lots of sort of uh, different sort of internet type yeah. motorcycling um, buying and everything. So you know they they couldn't do the sponsorship, they couldn't warrant the sponsorship, you know, in their profits. So so for the first time, you know, bike it's been with me twenty five years that that we didn't have bike it as a sponsor, yeah. and 
you know, then the, the oil sponsor that we had, which was yeah. Lick and Molly, were going to step up to be start title, and then they decided to in December to back out and continue December. with December, yeah, to go with MotoGP. So, so that's good. That's been the hardest is trying to, um, you know, trying to keep the team uh, up and running and yeah. developing and everything like that. Because, like I say, we're one of the. Um, you know, we're sort of the whole GP paddock has changed now. Mm. Like, you know, so I'm, yeah, mechanic come up and sort of got sponsors and, um, you know, and have my team. And then, you know, we have fantastic support from Kawasaki. But the new breed of uh, team is are wealthy. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're motocross people that have done motocross in the past. And now, you know, they have, you know, very good money. They have good backups, so they have no problem to... Um, you know, prop up things, you know, they could wait for sponsors to come in, you know, because they've got the money to go on ahead and get yeah. things done. And, um, which is, which is great. I mean, and it's a battle f for us because that's how it's changing. And, you know, but also equally those people, you know, can pull out, you know, this is my living, you know, this is, yeah. this is, you know, my mechanics have been with me for sort of 15 years, you yeah. know, they, they live at home, they, they've had babies, they've got houses, it's a proper job, you know, mm. and, and that's what I've tried to incorporate in, you know, in my team is, is everything is about stability. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, you know, well, you're, you're, so you're there every year. Yeah, you know, rain, it's my rain, 31st rain, season, yeah. Rain or and, shine. And then, you know, I always remember, <laughs> like, literally rain or shine. Yeah, you, you know, you've just got to cut your cloth accordingly. Like, yeah. this year we have, um, you know, we nearly had Max. Yeah. Max wanted to come and, you know, I we had a deal for Max, but, um, you know, Kawasaki had, you know, instructions just to c concentrate on um, KRT. So yeah. there was there was no support for 450. But internally, we had a lot of uh, sponsor support, and there was going to be a lot. So I said to uh, Max, I said, look, if you don't get anything in America, you know, there's a yeah, deal there. Yeah, we'll yeah. make a deal, and yeah. and that was, you know, that came close. And um, so we hang on, and then uh, you know, so we ended up. Just staying with Courtney and our um, well, that started off all right. Yeah, and uh, and Wilson, our uh, Australian rider. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Courtney. I mean, everyone saw her. She was fantastic yeah. in the conditions and sort of rode steady. But I've I've also known you long enough to know that you you're you're an engineer. Yeah. So it's not just running a team. You are so hands on with yeah. the development of the yeah. bike. I mean, you know, you that's I still know. That, that is your priority. It's not just about, of course, you've got to get the sponsors in to yeah. do it all, but your real passion is building the best bike possible. That's still yeah. your thing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, you know, we're taking on the factories and, um, you know, trying to do it in a, in a, an efficient way. Yeah. You know, we, again, we have the lightest bike at the, you know, in the paddock and, you know, which is a, you know, feather in the cap because you know, you're against, you know, at the end of the day, you know, weight is equal to horsepower, and it's free horsepower if you can get the weight down. And yeah, I mean, we're up against the factory teams, and that's, you know, that's the the ambition, you know, to compete with them, not just to be part yeah. of the numbers. And you know, I think the MX2 class is is pretty open at the moment. Mm. You know, there's a lot of good riders and a lot of young riders, so you know, they're all going to make mistakes, and people are going to develop at different times. So I think that's quite an exciting class, really. Yeah. And, Definitely um, I, I mean, the MXGP is just, that's just insane, you know, the, <laughs> oh, the amount of money yes. in that class, you know, just in riders' wages, mm. and, um, you know, and back in, I mean, you know, even now, Kawasaki have just, um, you know, they've now sort of moved their whole, whole hospitality into another 
um, vehicle and you know the the main KRT is, mm. is sort of just for the Japanese and just for uh, yeah. engineers and Honda have the same, KTM have you know the same and Husky and um, yeah it's but you know that and, and obviously Yamaha you know now you've got a whole team of like which was Renaudi have now just gone you know they, they've I, th I think you know they've come out of the rat race of trying to compete at yeah. the high level you know um, you know obviously you've got the new breed of say like Husky's new trailer yeah which, which, which is, like is bordering on yeah i mean that stuff. you know but that goes back to mike church had yeah. that you know years yeah, yeah. ago it's just got some fronts on yeah. i mean you know it's um yeah development in the paddock and all these structures is fantastic if it's um if, if it's sustainable yeah to, you know because at the end of the day the main thing is to have 40 riders mm. in each class and, and that's what we had at the weekend and hopefully we can keep that going through the year see I'm sat here with you now, and just like so, it, the one thing that's clear is just, just like you said, you don't even know why is your your enthusiasm and and, and love of it. I mean, it's, nah. it's my, do, I mean, how many hours of sleep do you? How, how, how many hours of sleep do you get a day? Uh, just out of interest. Nah, like, normally, <laughs> like you can't get many. Normally, because I know you'll be at that. You'll be at the workshop on the lake. I mean, you're still hands on and, yeah, and yeah. doing all that. I mean, like yeah. Does the brain ever, ever, ever switch off from this? No, not really. Like, no, five hours think a so. day. Like. <laughs> but that that's yeah i mean and you know and that's when people say oh you're mad to run in march this that and the other you know I, I had a choice you know i got offered it and i could have said no yeah so it's not you stream's fault that they're mad trying to get you know i still had the decision yeah. to say no at the end of the day last year we didn't have a grand prix then late later on they offered us you know they increased the gps to 20 and they offered me the first round i yeah i looked positively at that we're going to have healthy riders and and generally look i mean look at today it's fantastic yeah this year was unusual in the in the storms i mean it, it's hard to believe but you know this this area does have good weather mm. and um no i know i live here yeah that's <laughs> right and, and we know that this ground um the reason when we built the track here was that you wouldn't use this ground because of the flint because yeah. it's so dangerous but when we built the track in 2006 we took all the soil off and put it through yeah. um a conveyor and took all the stone out and put all the soil back on and built roads with the um, stone and continued to do that um, so that's why it drains so well you know yeah. chalk is like a sponge and everything's on a camber and there's through the middle of the valley is a huge great big um, French drain yeah. that was dug so I mean when you see like one picture of someone trying to say how bad it was like on Friday you know and, and there's this one puddle which is the main entrance for forklifts and that to take out the advertising barriers. yeah yeah I don't even bother to sort of argue with those guys you know because uh, like I say everyone's entitled to an opinion but to get up that must be hard though even though you're enthusiastic I, I mean, um, to, to bite your lip and, and to not get drawn into it no I try to answer with constructive um, uh, answers you know yeah. if, if it's a reason like you know say like those toilets oh well, why would there are no toilets at the top you know there's an answer you know there's a reason and and I like I say I'll sit down with anyone and you know I don't like to argue with anyone and I don't but I try not to do things um, you know wrongly either yeah. you know I try to take advice from people of, you know who are specialists and say right okay this is the reason why you do this and this and um, you know it's easy um, to criticize but if you criticize and you you know you have to be able to stand up and do those things yourself you know because it's easy you know it's easy to criticize and it's easy to um say this and this but it's hard to actually stand up and say right i'm going to do this mm. and i'm going to do it for nothing mm. and i'm going to 
I'm gonna make this happen mm. and, and there's not so many people that will actually do that but I mean even from when I was 16 I was one of five people at Winchester Club that always turned up for the working party yeah, yeah. that always did yeah. the roads so it's, like you said it's in your DNA almost, yeah though, I, your... I mean at 16 I was on the committee at, at Winchester mm. Club Motocross yeah. Club and you know I never did schoolboy or anything like that I just rode a BSA band around the field at Winchester yeah so you know that like I say you know it's easy to criticize but it's harder to get get off your ass and sort of put in the work and yeah. as I say the people here the volunteers some local people or the management and everyone they they, they work hard and they you know and they're sort of they've got their backbone behind it and mm. yeah it's, we're always helpful for people like that yeah absolutely well I think you're gaining a few fans you know even more people that would maybe because you know, what you've done particularly this year with the adversity and whatever so you know wrapping it up then the final the final shot I suppose you know whatever I know you're going to keep going because it's what you do but from here on in if for whatever reason um, you had to you decided to stop it all what would be the overriding thing that you, you I guess pride if you know of what you've done in this in this sport because regards of a CV mm. it's it's pretty impressive yeah I mean there's not much I've done apart from being a good rider um, <laughs> but you've yeah, made some good riders and yeah, helped yeah. them on I mean, their way um, yeah, I mean, you know, I still keep keeping in contact with like Zach and stuff yeah. like that. And no, I mean, there's actually not much that stands out because I sort of still enjoy every single day. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, you know, if you said to me, what do you really want to eat? I don't mind, you know, because yeah. it's just food to me. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and if there's anywhere, do you really want to go? It's not really because, you know, it's wherever you go, it's it's all good fun if you're with the right mm. people. Yeah. Um, you know, not there's not many people understand me. You know, they, you know, because I sort of I am quite reserved. I sort of, you know, stand back a bit, and you know, I only get going if I'm sort of really with people that, yeah, you know, I know, and everything. Everyone sort of sometimes maybe thinks I'm quiet or ignorant or whatever because you know half the time it's my mind is like processing you know, it. All yeah, and you know, I'm out. I'm sort of here, there, and everywhere trying to think of things. Yeah. Um, you know. I, I don't get, you know, depressed or anything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't see a. a well, no, you seem quite the opposite of, of that. To yeah, me. I don't like, you're always looking for like a, the, yeah, like I, said, I, that always, challenge and just. I, I, you know, I don't see a positive in something because I already think that as a normal. Yes. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you know, like, like they said, oh, about the rain. That's for me. It was that right. Well, that this wind has blown. The bad weather out of the way, and now we've got good weather, yeah, so yeah, now yeah. we can have a good race. It's yeah. not, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just always, always, always moving forward. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't dwell on things, and I don't, you know, I'm, I don't have memorabilia from all, no, no, all my no. riders. I don't have shirts and stuff no. like that. But you got like, the memories though. But they, I got yeah. the memories, and you know, it's like yeah. whatever's next on my yeah. agenda, I, I go for it. Yeah, and um, you know, like I say, I'm thankful for some, you know, good sponsors around me that have given me sort of advice you know one, one one bit of advice that stood out was from from my sponsor Brenmar Ron Willis and he he said to me because oh, he sponsors us with the workshop and he sponsored you a long time he, we've been in the workshop now 20 years and he said to me look when you're building the workshop sort of build modular and he said don't just build things to um, you know to do just for now how you want it so I'm like yeah okay so so when we built the workshop you know, normally you'd build a workshop all bespoke to that. Yeah, yeah. All our walls are sort of 
you know modular so we can move them around and all our yeah. all our um, cabinets and then yeah and sure, exactly he was right yeah you know suddenly you've got a diner room added and suddenly yeah. you've got a machine room added and yeah. all of those things have changed around and you know and that's how I try and base things you know a lot of things on it will never stay the same no. so you've got to be you know ready for sort of change Blimey, I, I feel I, I feel guilty now that I've already taken up what are we like like half an hour of your I time. I did say I was only going to go two minutes. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> but but it's been great. It's been fascinating talking to you. I appreciate your time. Uh, by the way, before he stepped in here, Steve was out there picking up litter just to ram the point home even more. How he is that hands on. Um, so I don't think you're going to go and pick up more litter, but you've got so you're out here obviously yeah. with your rider doing some testing, ready for Volker's World. So we hope all that goes good at the weekend. Yeah, um, I mean we're having a. Um, you know, a little day for, yep. um, you know, we've invited Team Green up here to yep. have their photo shoot. And, yes, thanks for that. Appreciate and, um, that. You know, all of the a little ride out. I mean, uh, we're thinking about having yeah. a couple of practice days here. I, oh, I, really? I have, I have two days. Right, there you go, people. You heard it heard it first. Now he's said it, and because he's a doer, I'm sure, he, you know, that's up. Well, I now. have two days left. Um, Excellent. I won't say I did offer the ACU <laughs> to have this track two weeks time I'd leave the press center and everything there that they could have had this for the British Championship really but okay it another, didn't come off another, and, yeah we won't need to go into the politics of that but um, there you go another bit of a scoop yeah I wow. you know I try to help you know yeah well I know anyone. I mean that's it it's, it's um no and long may that continue like I said thank you for your time no worries he's gonna go out there thank now you. and do some stuff with uh with with Wilson um, and probably and stand show him how sunny it is. Yeah, I will actually. Steve can go and do his thing. Thanks, Steve. There you go. I'm gonna spin it round. There we are. Look. There it is. Oh, you can Glorious. see all the rubbish and all the tents <laughs> left and everything. They're probably staring blinded at the sun. In fact, that's a good way to end. Look. I'll just open the door. There we are. Look. That's the kind of litter and rubbish that's left behind. Uh, obviously, like Steve says, that it's just the way it is. He's not moaning at anybody about that. But it's a classic case of people not realising the what the work that goes into the cleanup operation either so there you go um right let's go and watch some bikes go around because that's what we right. love doing okay right thanks guys i'll be back uh probably in another week or so with uh, the next victim for man in the van nice one we're out of here see you later